G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, there are a number of fronts on which there are battles to be fought. And as Christian believers, sometimes we've got to shake ourselves out of a malaise and be determined and intentional with the way that we lead our lives as people of faith in God. Well, there are some challenges that are going on. One of those, which we'll get an update on today, is happening in South Australia where there's a new suicide bill that is before the South Australian Parliament. Ros Phillips from Family Voice Australia is across some of the details that have been going on. In fact, we were talking about a week ago about this same uh, issue that's going on with a bill that's all about voluntary euthanasia. Ros Phillips, welcome back to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Good to be with you. Uh, Ros, what's the latest on this bill that's before the South Australian Parliament? Well, as you remember, Neil, last week uh, we were expecting to have a vote on a voluntary euthanasia bill, but it became clear that uh, most MPs weren't going to vote for it. Uh, It was really open slather because you didn't even have to be terminally ill to access a a lethal dose, which you could get from the doctor and take home and uh, put in your cupboard and use whenever you liked. Um, It was highly dangerous and it was clearly not going to succeed. So what happened last Thursday was that uh, a new bill was introduced by a former vet, Dr McFetridge, and he based it on the uh, Voluntary Euthanasia Bill but gave it a nicer name. It's called Death with Dignity. Does that really impress you, Neil? Well, it's not a new saying. It's something that's been around for a long time and usually associated with voluntary euthanasia, but uh, but certainly brings a twist on what the reality is. Absolutely. It implies the only way you can die with dignity is to have somebody uh, inject you with a lethal injection. Um, With palliative care and in normal hospitals, people die every day with great dignity. And I think it's just a euphemism to say that uh, euthanasia is death with dignity because it isn't necessarily so. Anyway, this new bill was claimed to be uh, a vast improvement on the voluntary euthanasia bill. that They'd made 40 different amendments, so it was now quite safe. And uh, we're told it's going to be voted on in just a week or so without much time for the MPs to really digest all the changes. So it's very concerning because I've looked through the bill and the most dangerous elements in this new bill are still there. Um, I've called it a suicide bill because effectively that's what it is. You have to have had some kind of terminal condition or terminal illness, something that would eventually kill you. But it makes it quite clear that that could be years away. Um, Disabled people, for example, who are sitting in wheelchairs, um, their condition could be terminal, but it's not going to kill them tomorrow. They want help to live life to the fullest for the next few years as long as they can. But this bill would enable doctors to encourage them to see 
uh, euthanasia is uh, a thing that they might sh- should consider. It's uh, almost um, bringing in a duty to die, not just a right to die, but uh, making people feel they're a burden and uh, would be much simpler if they got this prescription from the chemist and took it home and, uh, and took it. Ros, from what I understand, there's a question over what is or what determines what is suffering that is intolerable. And from what I understand, that whole definition of what would intolerable suffering mean is something that would be determined just subjectively. Absolutely. I mean, there's a section in the bill that says if the doctor thinks you might be suffering from depression, the doctor can, but doesn't need to, consult a psychiatrist. But even if the psychiatrist finds the person suffering from depression, that really doesn't make any difference because if the person still says, I'm suffering intolerably, um, you can't challenge that. And you have to allow the person to access voluntary euthanasia. So it really is allowing unsupervised suicide Um, from a person who has some kind of terminal illness, but it doesn't have to be in the terminal stage. And as long as they claim that they're suffering intolerably, then they can access uh, this lethal dose. So it really is sending a very dangerous message. It's saying to everybody, uh, both young people and old people, that if you're having troubles and you might be going through a, a rough patch... Um, then suicide is a a valid answer to your problems. I see that as perhaps the most dangerous aspect of the bill. Ros, last week we were reflecting on some of those organisations and even commercial organisations that would be opposed to any form of voluntary euthanasia and one of those we raised was the life insurance industry. Has there been any sort of update on what the life insurance industry's stance would be on this particular bill? Well, they would be just as worried as they were last week with the voluntary euthanasia bill because uh, there are two clauses in it that make it absolutely clear. If a person accesses voluntary euthanasia, you know, takes their lethal dose at home, then the doctor must tell a lie on the death certificate. The doctor must say that the death was caused from whatever physical illness the person had, even if it wasn't going to kill them for years, uh, and that's a lie because death certificates are supposed to say what the patient died from. And if they died from poisonous dose that they were given by the doctor, that's what the death certificate should say, but this bill says no, they shouldn't say that. And then another clause said that it doesn't matter what the life assurance people say, um, they may not regard your death as suicide and they may not refuse to pay out because most life insurance policies say that suicide doesn't count because that's a deliberate act to end your life and therefore uh, could quite unfairly mean that your uh, family gets a big payout. Uh, That doesn't apply, the law says, or the bill says. So I'm sure that the life insurance people would uh, be very upset and in order to cover all their extra costs from... Uh, these payouts, they would raise the premiums for life insurance for everybody. And I'm not sure whether the general public realises this implication. 
Ros, probably not. And good to raise it. Good to take some time to reflect on what might well happen to life insurance premiums if there was such a thing as a bill like this passing, uh, which we hope and pray will not be the case. Let me just ask you to reflect for a moment. Politicians are not all bioethicists and experts when it comes to these uh, issues of ethics. And as Christians, we have a foundation to our faith, a foundation to our life and to our knowledge about what's going on uh, that's given some uh, breath of life because we are believers in God and the fact that we're created in the image and likeness of God. Politicians don't necessarily have that view, although many do. How important is it for Christian believers, if you want to see your values legislated, to actually stand up and say something? Oh, I think it's extremely important. But, Neil... One of the sad things is that a lot of Christian believers really don't understand what euthanasia and bills to legalise it would mean. And I'm finding that a lot of Christians in churches, because they never hear about this from the pulpit, they only hear the uh, campaigns by the media, which are all for euthanasia, uh, they support it. And it's only when you talk to them and find out that they don't really understand the implications that they may change their minds. So I'm most grateful, Neil, to you for explaining some of these things because there are a lot of Christian people out there who think euthanasia is a good thing. Uh, Well, it can be very deceptive, can't it, when someone comes up with a bill and calls it death with dignity and it sounds nice, it sounds good, uh, but when you have a little closer look at it, you recognise that it is a voluntary euthanasia bill And there is an ugly side of that, which can be easily manipulated. And uh, Ros Phillips, I always appreciate the fact that you keep abreast of the detail that's going on. And this one is in your state, in South Australia. You're based in Adelaide, and it is before the South Australian Parliament now. I imagine that South Australian people in particular need to be in touch with their MPs today. Oh, they do, absolutely. And, Neil, it's coming to a state near you. Uh, There's, according to... Uh, Speaker of the Queensland Parliament, uh, Peter Wellington. Uh, There's going to be an inquiry into euthanasia laws, possibly next year in the Queensland Parliament. In Victoria, they're talking about uh, putting a euthanasia bill before the Parliament next year. And in New South Wales, the Greens and some independents are going to bring in a euthanasia bill. And in Western Australia, after the elections next March, there's going to be a Greens euthanasia bill and there could even be in Tasmania. So it's not just South Australia, it's being pushed everywhere. Well, I'll encourage people to visit the Family Voice Australia website and get armed with some of the details about what these bills are all about. And also there'll be some direction there as to how you can contact your local MPs. Ros Phillips from Family Voice Australia, always good getting your insights. Thanks for joining us again today, Ros. Thank you very much, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.